Welcome. I'm back. Chronic Lifestyle Podcast. It's your boy, Coach Chronic. Um, <laughs> last week was freaking crazy. Um, I had a very, very long week, Monday through Friday. Uh, every day was a 13 or 14 hour day. Um, and I know there are people that do that every single week. And I salute you, I commend you, and I applaud you. But that is not my regular. I am used to, you know, a very standard eight, nine hour day. But with the holidays coming up, I was doing makeup sessions and I was doing programming and answering a lot of emails about questions about vacations and such. So my days were very, very long. Um, I did that for two weeks straight and it just blew me out the water. My productivity shot down. Um, I stopped putting out as much content as I usually do, and that upset me, and I had a conversation with my coach about it, and it happens to everybody. I was comparing myself to people saying, um, you know, I see such and such person doing this and this and this and that, and I know that I can do those things, but I'm just so overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed with um, the amount of people I was training. I was overwhelmed with the amount of people I was coaching. Everything was just insane. So I needed to just slow things down. So I, long explanation to why I forgot to do Thursdays, um, true false, but I'm still releasing this because I think it's a relevant uh, issue that I think we all go through, um, especially on my entrepreneurs that listen. And I think time management, um, time blocking and not getting burnt out are big issues that I think everybody faces, regardless of if you're uh, an entrepreneur or not. And right now I'm in that stage. I'm like, I'm post burnt out, you know, to, like I said, two weeks, 13, 14 hour days, averaging four hours of sleep a day. You can't live like that. You cannot live like that. I don't care who you are. I don't care what it is. If you want to be full of energy and you want to grow muscle and you want to lose fat and you want to do all these great things for your body, you have to. You have to sleep and you have to eat well. It's, it's just there's no other way to do it. So with that being said, this podcast is going to be primarily about how I'm currently and I'm going to continue to bounce back from this burnt out phase and how you can do the same thing. For people who are also on my Chronic Fit Fam email list, you've gotten this email and you know exactly what I'm going to talk about. If you want to receive my emails, uh, go to chronic.fit. Again, that's K-R-O-N-I-C.fit and sign up for my newsletter. If you um, sign up for my newsletter, you also get a free uh, PDF ebook called How to Macro, and it teaches you how to, to build diet basically around macronutrients giving you the proteins carbs and fat that you need based off your your body your activity levels your diet you know everything you need to do to get busy with your macros and i highly recommend if you're going to get busy with your macros that you download my ebook and start today because january 2019 is right around the corner and i think starting early is the best way to go for it which i've covered before so again um, go to my email list if you want to um, receive emails from me, obviously. Um, that was so redundant. <laughs> uh, chronic.fit again, K-R-O-N-I-C dot fit. That is it. It's really simple. Um, I post blogs there, 
all the time. I have a guest blog from my boy Paul in New York about supersets. I got a bunch of content on there about nutrition, training, mobility, movement, execution, um, breaking out of funks. Like so much stuff is on there. So much content, so much good stuff that you guys can benefit from. So with that being said, let's get into today's topic, which is recovering from a burnt out feeling. Um, now I would describe this as being chronically fatigued, like you're tired all the time, you just feel weak, like no energy, you just want to go to sleep like all day, every day. And this can be like, you know, you got eight hours the night before, but for the past like week or two, you've had three to four hours of sleep. Like that one night's not going to heal everything. You're still going to feel like shit. So if you're chronically feeling this way, there's um, two main things that I attribute to this uh, chronic feeling. <laughs> chronic. Sleep and nutrition, primarily. Now, if you don't exercise, obviously that's going to play a factor. Um, exercise is a great way to boost your energy naturally and to just feel more awake and more um, present and in tune with your body and your mind. Um, the science also proves that and can back that up. Um, but in general, if you're not exercising or, you know, you, you do exercise and you still feel like shit, your sleep and your, and your nutrition are the main culprits. The main reason behind this is because those are, in my opinion, the two most important forms of uh, recovery, period. Sleep is the number one. Nutrition is a hard second. Um, when we sleep... We literally recover, like we, we, our muscles rebuild themselves. Your growth hormones are emitted at their highest secretion levels when you are in that deep REM sleep. So if you don't go through enough cycles, you actually don't receive enough growth hormones to really um, rebuild your body and rebuild your muscle tissue um, efficiently. So with that in mind, deep sleep and getting into that deep sleep is so, so, so important. Um, and obviously you're not going to go through enough cycles on three to four hours of sleep. It just, it's just not going to happen. Um, sleep also is really important for helping maintain your uh, cortisol levels. If you are chronically, um, sleep deprived and just feel like shit from not sleeping enough all the time, your cortisol levels will be elevated on a daily basis. So you're going to have that, ever heard of the tired and wired feeling where, you're tired, but you can't sleep because you're so stressed because you got all this shit to do, but you're not tired because you, you're awake. It, it's just awful. And I felt that way uh, all of Wednesday through Friday last week from the previous week of going hard. Um, and that happens. Like, it's it's very common. We go through it all the time where, especially if you're in like a, like a large metropolitan city where everything's like go, 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 go. And you don't really take time to, to rest and kind of ease back off of things. We can get into this habit of just like pushing it every day, all day. You know, the whole no days off thing doesn't apply to just the gym. It's hustle. I'm a hustler, like a hustle, I hustle hard. But we have to be real as hustlers, whether you are an entrepreneur or or not. We have to be real with ourselves and apply a, a sustainable um, method of, of work and of life. 
um, if we want to actually like be present, functional human beings. So again, sleep is going to be the number one way to reclaim your energy and to reclaim your life, honestly. If you're chronically fatigued and feel like shit all the time, get some more sleep. If you have to skip out on a happy hour to sleep early that day, do it. If you have to skip on that late 8 p.m., 9 p.m. movie when you know you got to be at work at like or get up for work for at like 6, 37 o'clock, do it. If you know that you need to skip, you know, hanging out with your friends once in a while to get more sleep, like do it. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to your friends. And I'll explain why. You may be thinking, oh, no, that's selfish. Like, I never get to see my friends. I need to hang out with my friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not telling you to ditch your friends all the time. But what I am saying is that if you're not sleeping well and you're chronically fatigued and you're stressed out all the time from not sleeping enough and your energy levels are down, you're not going to be present. You're not going to really be there. You'll be there, but you won't really be there. You'll be like halfway there. It'll be, for, for instance, for me, I give half of Quran because the other half is like asleep and just like dormant and just wants to be, just not want to be there. Like when you're that tired, you do not want to be there. You want to be in your bed sleeping. And because you have that vibe, you're giving off that vibe. So people can tell that you're tired, don't want to be there. And you're just giving off this negative uh, aura to you because you're not 100% present, because you're not 100% rested, because you're not 100% recovered. So by you taking time for yourself and sleeping, you're actually helping your friends around you because you're giving your best self. You're giving a good example of what your best self is for yourself, and it's going to help them derive their best self by getting more sleep, eating better, exercising, and such. You are an example to your friends, your family, your significant others, uh, your coworkers. Whatever you do will reflect on those you hang out with the most and vice versa. So if you're taking that time, like, you know, sorry, guys, I really got to go to sleep. Like I got work in the morning. I got to be up at seven. It's already nine. I got to go to bed. Like if they're your, they're your, your for real friends, like your real fucking friends, they will respect you and they will respect your time and your sleep. And they'll say, yo, Quran, you know, that, that that's cool, man. I, I'll see you next time. Like there'll be another time. There is no like, oh, God, I got to hang out with these people right now, because if I don't, I'll never see them again. Like, come on. That's not realistic. You will see them again. You will. There'll be another movie. There'll be another happy hour. There'll be another museum expedition. There'll be another art show. Like, you can miss this time. You owe it to yourself to take care of yourself. You owe it to yourself to be the best self. You're worth it. Take the time away and just bounce. Do what you got to do to handle yourself first so that you can help others to your fullest ability. Please understand that I'm not saying you should be a selfish prick and ignore your friends. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is you should be selfish to be selfless. Be very, very clear with that. Be selfish to be selfless. You can't give yourself to everyone else if there's nothing to fucking give, right? Like, I went through that. I did that. I'm doing that. It was I was giving way too much and I would show up to sessions with clients. I'd be fucking miserable. I would I would try and be like, "Hey, you know, guys, how you doing?" blah blah blah. And they'd be like, 
one of my clients literally said, bro, you look like shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> he could see it, huh? Because, uh, you know, I, I don't know about other trainers out there, but my clients are my friends. Like, I, I don't just, like, I don't say, like, this is my client, Rick. This is, he's a nice guy. We do great training together. I fixed his shoulder. Like, no, nah, like, yo, it's my boy, Rick. Like, he's also a client of mine. We're good friends. You know, we talk about his wife, his dogs, blah, 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 blah. Like, I have relationships with my clients. And because of that, like, we care about one another. They care about me and I care about them on a different level besides just training. Like, when you actually establish a relationship with your people, like your clients, your, your, uh, whoever you work with, that's deeper than money, right? That's deeper than just a transaction. It becomes given. Like, the money becomes given. Like, I value your service. This is them speaking, right? And I'm, I'm 100% okay with giving you your compensation for that amazing service that you deliver. Once that is achieved and that is established, we become closer because we can get past the money bullshit. Once money doesn't, you know, is not relevant anymore, you can really start to develop relationships with people you're around. And I truly believe that that is where um, progress is made. Because when I'm seen as more more than just a trainer, I'm seen as your friend, as someone you can talk to, someone you can level with, then you, you really start to open up to me and we can really derive deeper motivations and we can really derive your deeper whys and that keeps you in the game longer and it keeps everybody happy. So when I show up to sessions looking like I had three hours of sleep because I did, Rick's going to be like, bro, you look like shit. Like what happened? You Okay. Before we even do anything, I'll tell him, like, yo, we're going to do this warm-up. We're going to do this mobility exercise. Like, he's like, bro, are you good? Like, how you doing? And I'll say, yeah, I'm fucking exhausted verbatim, but I'm okay. And he's like, yeah, man, it's early. I know. Like, you know, I hope you get some sleep or, you know, whatever he ends up saying. But um, that direct example of me showing up looking like shit is 100% something you have gone through if you're still listening to this podcast. If you've been in that burned out position, you've shown up with only a quarter of yourself, a half of yourself, and someone has said it to you. Someone has noticed like, bro, you look like shit. Or, you know, did you sleep last night? Like, you look tired. I'm sure you've gotten that. You look so tired. Are you okay? Did you get some sleep last night? Like, you look hungry. Like, who knows what they're going to say? But the point is, if you're not being there for yourself, you can't be there for anybody else. You And it's just, it works with love, it works with relationships, it works with everything. You cannot be the best for someone else if you're not the best for yourself. So start with yourself. Make yourself the most efficient by getting good rest and eating well. And then you can translate to being at those happy hours, to being blah, 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 once you get everything well managed. Now, um, I speak about nutrition. That is the next modality that you should focus on if you're in that burnt out state. Now, people often say nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. Oh, I eat like shit. I, I, you know, I eat too much of this, blah, 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 blah. And I'm coming to counter and say, you know, you probably actually don't eat enough. And I'm not talking about calories. You probably have enough quote unquote calories for your, uh, you know, given activity level or, you know, what your goals are. And some people are not, like like I've said in the past, all of my clients were under eating before we started. And that's a fact. Um, But I'm saying that, sure, calories in, calories out determines your weight, but the composition of those calories determine how you feel. 
Let me repeat that. Calories in, calories out determines your weight, but the composition, what those calories are made of, what they, where they come from determines how you feel. That is a direct relationship between what you eat and how your gut responds to what you eat. And that gut response is going to impact your, your joints, your mood, your stress, your, your uh, energy levels, your fatigue. Everything is impacted by what you put into your body at a cellular level. How your body responds to that food, how your body digests that food, how long it takes the body to, to digest that food, how inflammatory those foods that your body is digesting is having uh, that impact on the rest of your whole uh, being. Your whole existence is like determined by what you put in your body. And I know I'm getting like existential, but it's fucking true. Like when we just put whatever we want into our body chronically, your body's like, I. Right, you don't want to feed me well, now you feel like shit. You don't want to hydrate me enough, now we're going to make your your uh, joints start to hurt a little bit. Just a little bit. It's not going to be crazy, but you're going to feel a little achy, a little stiff, because your fascia is literally not hydrated, so you're not moving well. It's not fluid and, and liquidy and, and uh, spongy, so to speak, how muscle and fascia are supposed to be, how they're supposed to be able to manipulate it and be pressed on and blah, blah, blah without pain. But when you have all that, you have all these issues that follow. So I know that was really long and it was really complicated, but here's the best way to take or the best to take from that. One, eat as many whole foods as possible. That means food from the earth. That means food that is not um, heavily, quote unquote, processed. Now, everything is processed in some way, but I'm talking like the frozen dinners or like, um, you know, fruit roll up uh, or, you know, things that are not uh, directly from the earth. Like rice is a great whole food, sweet potatoes, lean meats, chicken, fish. Uh, lean steaks like sirloin like these things are from the earth and they're whole foods like that's all it means they digest in your body better there's no direct research excuse me research to back this but i can guarantee that processed foods ain't as good for you as good old-fashioned whole foods i i can like i put my life on it i put my fucking life on it sure calorically they they can be equivalent but how, again, that composition, what that calorie is made of, what's in that shit will directly impact your gut health. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Undeniable, non-negotiable. Um, so when we look at that calorie composition, again, eat as many whole foods as possible. Second, you need to drink water. Right? I've talked about this in a previous podcast. You do get um water from food but if you only eat twice a day that's still not that much um i'm trying to excuse me i'm trying to think of the exact figures but according to the uh it's either the united states department of agriculture or health f i don't know who what governing body determined these figures i don't remember uh, per se but I want to say it's uh, 2.7 liters for, for women typically. And I want to say 3.5 or 3.7 for men. Again, these are figures derived from some governing body. I don't remember. Shoot me. <laughs> um, typically, half of your body in fluid ounces is you know pretty good. 
and that does not include water you take in during your sessions of training if you train because that shit gets sweated out um, by the end of the session usually speaking of water i'm drinking some right now this is not coffee so drink as much water as you can it's going to hydrate your body i mean your body is 65 percent water i believe that's correct as well i'm not that good with numbers yet I, I gotta get my my memory on but anyway your body is primarily water so you probably should drink a lot of it um it also lubricates your joints so that's also important for joint health obviously um it lubricates your fascia which again fascia is a thick layer of uh, connective tissue that runs from the base of your skull, like kind of where that little uh, divot is at the bottom of your skull, all the way down to the bottom of your feet. And that shit literally can pull everything in one direction based upon how tight it is, how fluid it is, how malleable it is. And once your fascia gets tight and, and, and doesn't want to be manipulated, as much from dehydration, from sitting a lot in being tight, from doing, you know, one type of posture too much, it adjusts and it adapts because again, your body is a highly adaptable machine that will adapt to the stimulus you give it. So if, if you don't drink a lot of water, it's going to adapt to that and it's going to be shitty, um, quite frankly. And what will end up happening is things ain't going to work nice. When one week you'll be good, and you feel great next week you're gonna be achy and sore and painy and you know it just sucks um the third thing is vegetables lots and lots of vegetables um veg you know your grandma is smart for saying eat your veggies your mom's and dad are smart for saying eat your veggies um vegetables are important for a few reasons um one fiber uh helps the body digest food um regularly and on a consistent basis it helps regulate bowel movements which is obviously important you have to excrete the crap that your body doesn't want to take in anymore and if that's disrupted you can have all types of digestional and gut issues um and also microvitamins you know vitamins a d e and k and b and c these vitamins are important for your hair, your skin, your nails, your vision. So many things that um, are kind of accepted as like healthy, like, oh, yeah, you know, I, my, my skin's good. My hair's good. Um, and th these things are, are really, really important. And if you don't take in these things regularly, again, shit just gets funky, sometimes quite literally. Um, so... Well, not microvitamins, micronutrients. I correct myself. I stand corrected. Um, but anyway, so these things are really important to take in on the regular. And I would recommend vegetables with every single meal when possible. Like every single meal. They're just like paramount. And mix up your palate. So lots of colors. Try not to eat the same thing all the time. Um, so again, you're getting that wide variety of micronutrients and not just the same things over and over and over again. And in general, like, they're going to help you feel fuller for longer. So if you're trying to lose weight, great, 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 great weight loss tool, vegetables. Okay. Um, and in general, the best way to bounce back from a nutritional standpoint is to really live the 80-20 lifestyle overall. 
going back to the whole foods, 80% of your diet is whole foods, 20% is for fun. If you're chronically fatigued and stressed out, as I've said multiple times, um, you can't fill your body with garbage because you just feel like garbage. You are what you eat. It's very true. But I'm not saying that you should just, you know, shoot it to the side completely, whether you're doing New Year's resolutions or not, whether you're trying to lose weight, whether you're trying to get muscle. We're still human and we have sanity checks. And sometimes that food, that drink, whatever, um, if you're having a good time out with your friends, can be a sanity check. It, it, it can help you stay adherent long term to where you won't feel like you need it. But if you're drastically changing your lifestyle sort of like overnight, it's hard to just like just change things like that. I remember when I um I left college, um I drank a lot. Like it was I drank a fuck ton. Back in my my heyday, I'm not really proud of it, but I could drink like 12 drinks and be barely tipsy. Like I I'd, I'd be chilling. Nowadays I have like four and I'm like drunk. Like I'm drunk after like four or five drinks. And I can't drink anymore because I've I've changed my lifestyle. I don't live that life anymore. I don't get drunk just cause. Like sometimes I do if I'm if it's for a special occasion, I'm having I'm a lot of fun with my friends, out dancing or whatever. But I don't get that blacked out, you know, I fell asleep on my staircase shit anymore. Like that's not that's not healthy. It's not mature. Like you're not in a, like as an adult, in my opinion, in my opinion, of course, I don't think getting that sloppy drunk all the time is responsible because things happen when you get that drunk. You say things, you do things. And um, I just don't think it's a good way to live. It's not a good way to live. If you want to build muscle, if you want to lose fat, um, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, all those extra calories that you, you just literally absorb because it's empty, like there's no, there's there's nothing in it to make you feel quote unquote full. A shot it can be 100 to 120 calories. Be very clear. One shot will do that. And if you're having you know eight shots in a night, shit, it's a lot of calories. It's a lot of fucking calories. So um, from a uh, you know societal and um, moral standpoint, but also from a health standpoint. Drinking that much just ain't the best for you. Um, that was a little rant. I like ranting. Um, anyway, so just to kind of bring things full circle, if you're burnt out and you're looking to stop being tired 24-7, drink lots of water, eat as many whole foods as possible, have vegetables with every meal, and live the 80-20 lifestyle, and you'll start to see things bounce back. Your energy levels will start to rise. You'll start to feel better in the mornings. You won't feel like a, a fucking piece of shit when you wake up because, again, I've been there, right? Those two weeks, every day I woke up, I was like, God damn, I feel awful. And I'm supposed to lift weights like that? I'm supposed to train heavy? Like, it just doesn't work. Um, I want to add another piece in there just to... Uh, add to another uh, a great list of recovery modalities. I think meditation is overlooked. Mental health is overlooked. And I think um, meditation is a great way to start getting a grasp on your mental health. It's not just sitting there and saying um, all day. It's, you know, actually thinking about things and actually accepting aspects of your day, of yourself, of your feelings that we typically burrow and, and, and hide away. We, we, we do that a lot. I did that a lot. 
I've had such a large metamorphosis over these last couple months because I've just started accepting things. I've stopped worrying about my faults and stopped worrying about what other people thought, looking for validations, so many other things that have helped me grow into a functioning adult and a, and a, and a functioning man um, that I think meditation is um, a great catalyst to begin that journey toward self-enrichment and self-development. So um, besides just like, you know, not feeling like shit anymore, you can actually start to see yourself increase in efficiency as a person from meditation. So highly recommend. Um, if you notice, I always snap when I want you to listen and I say something important. So just keep that in mind. But anyway, um, thank you for tuning in. I know this was a little different my typical Thursday true-false things, but I love hopping on the mic and just sharing shit with y'all, so um, as long as y'all keep vibing with it, I'll keep sharing, all right? So um, that is the end of this episode. We will be returning to our uh, typical true-false shindig uh, this Thursday, so look out for those, and we'll talk soon, all right? Chronic Lifestyle is out. Peace.